Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, coming to you with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome and thank you very, very much for joining us on this uh, Friday before New Year's Day. When we're back with you again at this spot on Monday, it will be... Thank God, the new year, 2024. Wow, what a tough year. I'm not going to do, uh, Curtis Curtis uh, has frightened me into doing a wrap-up of the main stories of the year. He said only second-rate radio announcers and uh, hosts do that. And I don't want my friend uh, to think of me as a second-rate announcer because this is like my second career. This is his career, so... I, I will I will have a right if he becomes mayor to tell him he's a second rate mayor, but I'm not allowed to tell him he's a second rate radio guy because he's had too much experience. Uh, speaking about second rate mayors, you know, I did advertisements for the city at times to bring people here strategic times, most strategic, I think, and probably one of the best was after 9-11 when I got people like Henry Kissinger and Barbara Walters and to do ads about their favorite thing they wanted to do. Henry Kissinger did an ad in which we got, <laughs> we did some great work uh, with professionals and we had him look like he was running around the bases after getting a hit at Yankee Stadium. And then we have him sliding into home plate. And then you see Henry standing up and Henry says, this is what I've always wanted to do. This was my dream. And then uh, Barbara Walters did a, uh, put, put herself in a tutu. He was about 80 years old at the time. She put herself in a tutu or Miss 70, and she did a little da- uh, ball- ballerina dance, and she always wanted to be with the American Ballet. And uh, we, and then we said, come to New York. It's safe. They need you now. And we, we even pitched it as, you want to you give the terrorist a shot in the head, go spend money in New York, and you're going mean, to – they thought they were going to take us out, and nobody's taking New York out. So how about this now? I'm going to give you uh, number 14 here. This could be the beginning of a, of a different kind of ad campaign. See what you think if this is – because we're doing terrible under Adams, getting people here. But maybe if we put him on the air with his unique message, it might change things. Number 14. Mr. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? <laughs> so when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's up to do, in one word, what would that word be and tell me why? Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating. Okay, we could cut it out open. there. What do you think? You think that's going to be a heck of a message to people? Come to New York and you can watch planes crashing into buildings. Now, I ask this question seriously and respectfully. What's wrong with him? I, I could go on and on and on like he's complaining about the settlement with the Black Lives Matter where we gave them millions. And he's also, but mostly he's complaining about the fact that the city gave up kettling. Kettling is uh, a, a crowd control um, device where you isolate the troublemakers. You, you put them in a, um, I don't know the best way, an isolated area for a period of time. It, because the recognition is that in many of these, and of course the left wing doesn't want to admit this, many of these are orchestrated events. Not uh, uh, 100% orchestrated, let's say 70% orchestrated. 
a lot of people come for their own sometimes legitimate reasons uh, in the case of people you know uh protesting for uh Palestinians or or Hamas it's uh, perverted i mean you you you're protesting for uh uh ter- terrorists not just terrorists like rudy says they're terrorists terrorists like they're on the terrorist list in america in europe in every country you can imagine they are so much on the terrorist list that arab countries don't let them in they, they're not allowed to go to Egypt and they're not allowed to go to Jordan. Now, these buffoons are protesting uh, for them and taking their word over the word of uh, I- Israel, even though there are f- films to the contrary. But uh, who knows if they'd be violent on their own? A hundred percent guaranteed there are uh, uh, managers in there, just like there were on January 6th. I knew that at five o'clock in the afternoon, January 6th. Because I have people, or I had people in, in inside of uh, of Black Lives Matter and some of the other groups, and then they came with a film, Sullivan film, and they pointed out to me who the agitators were. This is not conspiracy theory. This is real. This is real, and believe me, it's real. And I'm one who would know it best because I never had a riot. I studied this almost the way you would study biology. I said to myself, after two major riots under Dinkins, I'll be damned if I'm going to have one. There's not going to be a riot in my city. There's no reason for it. Uh, so people come in and or- orchestrate these things, and the police are remarkably good at figuring out who they are. That's I mean, they, because they live this on the street. So they can pull out of a, of a demonstration the ones who are going to make it go from a peaceful demonstration to what we end up with cars being burned, uh, people being hit with rocks, uh, language turning into uh, hate language, even if it's protected by the first amendment, it's still horrible and horrible for, for the feeling of the city and eventually for the success of the city. Nobody wants to come to a city filled with haters. Um, And they gave it away in a settlement they said they agreed we, we will not kettle people. Now Adams is saying this is the worst thing. Uh, and I was told, you know, I didn't, I was told by the lawyers to do it. You see, you, now nobody's going to follow you, Eric, if you do that. You got to take, you're the guy at the top. You want everybody to respect you as the mayor. You made some poor 80 year old woman cry because she wasn't respectful enough to you as the mayor, which I thought was a, sign of your of your inferiority a sense of inferiority you don't have to show it so big but uh but to 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 do to do that i mean nobody's going to follow you when you slough off the responsibility the fact is they couldn't have settled the case without your approval they could have given you all the bull in the world you had to decide that i'm going to do it what, to save the money? Or you gave them a, a, a load of money anyway. And you just can't be an executive if you can't overrule lawyers. <laughs> and you can't be an executive, and that's why the city is in such bad shape. Now, let's look at uh, the federal government. we got the same problem there. We send our two idiots uh, uh, to the meeting with AMLO. Now, I know AMLO. I worked with him. 
I worked actually directly for the mayor of uh, of uh, Mexico, uh, the police commissioner of Mexico City, who was appointed by him and Vincente Fox, who was the president of Mexico. He was a joint appointment. And uh, we had a, a good relationship. I met with him on several occasions, went over our plans, very happy with us. Uh, Bernie and I brought crime down the first year in Mexico City by 12%. We set up a we set up a growing number of uh, Mexico City cops. We we uh, sort of built a whole new unit where the cops were taken in because we could check out that they were honest and they were helping us root out the corruption. We were building that. It wasn't yet a, a force that could really turn things, but we were getting there. We were getting very, very good uh, uh, publicity for the – most of it went to the mayor rather than Vincente because uh, the mayor was on, on scene. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, they, they don't renew the contract. And the reason is it had to be approved by both the mayor, whose people think is a communist, and here I am, a right-wing Republican, and a so-called right-wing president. He, he didn't want us back because he was afraid we were going to make AMLO – you know, uh, uh, president, he's going to be very successful as a result of this. And that told me everything I needed to know about Vincente Fox. He's the guy that Bush was calling for a vote at the U.N., and he claimed to be in the bathroom. You can read this in Bush's biography, in, in, in uh, Bush's biography. But Bush knew the story about me because I went and told him, watch, watch this guy. He's a, he's a, he's a coward. Um, but that's, I mean, so this ammo guy, uh, yeah, he's got all the wrong ideas on government. He's a definite uh, committed socialist. Don't know that he's a communist, but look, he's trying to get money out of us for Venezuela and Cuba. So whether he's a communist or f- facilitates them doesn't really matter. On the other hand, you will learn, or you should know if you're sophisticated in government, that you got to deal with everybody, and this guy can be dealt with. The best reason to elect Trump and not Biden is Trump got what he wanted out of him, and this guy spun them around like two idiots. Uh, they, they they tried to they tried a new program. How about this one? Amlo, would you allow us would you allow us to check these people out in Mexico before they come uh, to the United States? Get out! No, give me money for Venezuela. No, I'm not going to do it. Like it was a new thing. That's exactly what AMLO agreed to with Trump. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because they didn't say the magic words, and they and he knew that uh, the coward in the White House would never back him up. Which is, uh, you want money? Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of money, you know that, right? And you need money, right? Okay, we're going back to the Remain of Mexico. And if you don't like it, not only aren't you getting the new money, you ain't getting the old money. We're gonna cut that off. Oh, and maybe those tariffs. Gee, what what industry is suffering right now? Let's see if we can put a really high tariff on that one. Now, he's got to believe that you're going to do that. The minute Trump said it, his, he started, um, Amlo, I'm not, I don't want to make fun of him because he's a real guy. But Amlo legitimately started saying, this guy is crazy enough to wreck my freaking economy and presidency. And we got the remain in Mexico thing. These guys come away, even the liberal newspapers say they got nothing. But they asked for the same thing Trump had and he couldn't get it. So you got comparisons of things Trump can do to make this country safe and did that this guy can't do.
I don't know why this is even a close election, even if he's in, uh, convicted. He's going to be convicted of bull. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's going to be convicted of crimes that other people were never prosecuted for. These are things that nobody else has ever been prosecuted for. Isn't that all you need to know, that these are political weapons? Is there any other person in America scheduled for four major felony trials next year? They've got to be criminals more dangerous than Donald Trump. Is there anybody scheduled for four major trials next year other than Donald Trump? And if they were, and they were major murderers and criminals, they'd get at least two of them put off because it would be unfair to have four trials in one year because they couldn't prepare for all. So do anything, anything else I got to show you to show you that they have perverted and corrupted our justice system? Because judges who are real, honest judges wouldn't go along with this. But all the prosecutors are Democrats. When they pick cities, they pick crooked Democratic cities. They got judges that are, oh, like Engel, Engel Moron in his case uh, in New York, who who's a political hack with the political hack sitting next to him taking care of him. But we'll be right back, and we got plenty more to talk about, and I think we're going to get Andrew Giuliani as well. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you for uh, joining us. I have Andrew Giuliani with me, who I thought would be exhausted. He was on every morning this week uh, filling in for Sid uh, with uh, Curtis and, and the last couple of days with John Castamatidis. They I was on each day with them, and they did a great job. Well, somebody had to c- carry Curtis Sliwa around here, you know? Yeah. I think he's going to be on air for more than the majority of hours. I think once he gets done at 6 a.m., this coming morning, the next morning, I think he'll have 13 of the 24 hours on. So I'm, Today? Today, uh, over a 24-hour period, from 6 a.m. today to 6 a.m. tomorrow. So <laughs> He is remarkable. He's, he's <laughs> not, a little different than our current mayor right now. Could you imagine what New York City would look like if Curtis Sliwa was the mayor versus Eric Adams, it who is, says, oh, I can't do anything about this. I, I didn't realize I signed this oh, this consent decree. I didn't realize that people were going to be marching down my streets. I didn't realize I could do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't realize I could keep I, you can keep them off the streets. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. It's called you got to get a permit, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, what about this? I, the the Secretary of State in Maine yes. is not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a trial. Uh, she's basing it on what she reads at best, and she decides. Contrary to uh, the most recent decision by the Michigan Supreme Court, by the way, three Democrats and three Republicans, six to one, actually seven, if you read the mm-hmm. other one carefully. In the other place in Wisconsin, uh, uh, not Wisconsin, in uh, uh, Colorado, three Democrats voted yep. to put a for it not. So she's got now seven Democratic judges who have reviewed this and said, the Constitution does not allow you to take them off the ballot. But this is what, a constitutional law expert, and she takes them off? Well, did anybody, did anybody, and I actually don't even know her name now because I refuse to learn her name because I know that's her objective, 
But has anybody heard of her name before then? What is the name? Is it Bellows? Is that right? Bo- Bolo. Bolo. Whatever her Bobo. name is. Bobo. The Secretary of State. Nobody even wait, wait, knew. I've got to get the right name. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Dis- Let's put it this way. The I don't main be Secretary of State. Yeah, because she has a been political hack. disrespectful to our Constitution and Bellows. our democracy. Bellows. Bellows. So nobody even knew Bellows' name before this. And I think that's the whole point of this. This is so that way Bellows can become a household name. That way, this is she can raise a bunch of money off of this, a bunch of money off of taking Trump off the ballot, knowing that this is going to get overturned. I mean, even the Democratic member of Congress up there, Golden, who voted to impeach Trump both times, said that he should be on the ballot, that until he is actually convicted, and by the way, he hasn't even been charged with insurrection. Nobody else has. Nobody else has. So he hasn't been charged with insurrection. He hasn't been convicted of insurrection. The only time that you could say that anybody has concluded insurrection against him was the sham January 6th, uh, in, uh, what was it called? The, uh, select committee right, down in right, Washington, D.C., right. where by the way, Trump didn't get an opportunity to put a defense out there. McCarthy, at the time, the minority leader, didn't get an opportunity to put his people in there so that way Trump could prevent some kind of defense. And they just basically said, you know what, we're going to select this footage, we're going to show it to the American people, and we're going to say that Trump committed insurrection. That's it, without a defense. That's un-American. And the truth is, with this person right here, the main secretary of state, okay. this is somebody who politically is trying to get funds out of all this trying so to get political take, we're mileage we're going to take a short break and we're going to forget her name forever i've already forgotten <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, and uh, I also have with me uh, Andrew Giuliani, who ran for governor, worked in the White House for four years uh, for Donald Trump. You know, that's when America... Had a border. (laughs) (laughs) What's a border? I've forgotten over the last three years. You have to show some... Oh, you wouldn't know because <laughs> you have to show some identification is, before you come in. Yeah. Is that the thing that 15,000 people are crossing illegally every single day? Or yeah. Yeah. And theoretically what that yeah, is. And there's another 15,000 we don't even see. Oh, that's that right. Come in and, uh, they're the reason why people are dying left and right of ethanol. Yeah. Ethanol. Fentanyl. <laughs> Fentanyl. No, it's true. Actually, as a matter of fact, as mentioned a little earlier today, Curtis, as a matter of fact, saw a couple of people who he believes were overdosing this morning. We're overdosing. He believes of fentanyl. And I saw one as well who looked like they very well could have. So we thought there might have been a bad batch around here. But you're looking at close to 100,000, if not over 100,000 yeah. overdose yeah, yeah, yeah. of fentanyl this year. Poisoning. I look at it in a, in a strange. I looked at that as uh, China's war against us, where it's like instead of killing us on the battlefield, where they where they're going to have people. That get killed, and they're going to cost them money. They're killing us, and they're making money on it. Yeah, and it's like what they did to us with COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe that's when they, uh, maybe that's the, what the thirty-one million dollars to the Biden crime family got them. So that way they look the other way on this. Yeah, completely. I mean, how, you, how I have yet to have anybody explain to me how a president of the United States named Biden can give up an airbase four hundred miles in Afghanistan, give it up. Uh, when we had a perfect right to be there right now. Yeah. And now there's all this discussion of hypersonic missiles and can they evade our system. The single best thing you can have in defense is proximity. Yes. 
And that's what, it, that's what Israel is having to deal with, with Gaza. They're only 12 miles away, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a miracle that the Iron Dome works at all. Uh, you got to be a traitor to do this. Yeah, it, it makes zero sense whatsoever. I mean, you make the argument, get out of Afghanistan. Look, it's an argument that Trump was making. How do get you strategically get out of Don't take Don't take the airbase. Air you keep, you keep that in there. You fort- exactly. You fortify that airbase. You keep that out there. You understand how important that is uh, from your uh, strategic positioning in the globe. And especially, like you said, with China 400 miles away, uh, why you would do it. Um, it's tough to imagine that somebody who believes in American security would actually do that in any kind of a way. It's almost as if Biden and we and we, we in a way we create a misimpression if we think it's just Biden. It's quite obviously he doesn't think for himself. So it's the Biden regime. There's a group around him that makes this decision. Right. And that means that if another president, another Democrat gets elected, that that group is a permanent. They're they're going to be there too. Well, we were talking earlier this morning with John Katzimatidis about Iran and how you can actually justify uh, giving 150 billion dollars to Iran. And John even goes further on this, and I think he makes great points. If you look at how little oil Iran was producing in 2019, 2020, the last couple of years of Trump, we're talking about less than half a million barrels a day. Now that number, according to John, is up over three and a half million barrels a day. And by the way. The price of gas, as we knew it, the price of oil at one point doubled. Now it's up 50%. Was $50 a a barrel, and and now it's over $75 a barrel. So you think about the extra billions and billions and really hundreds of billions of dollars that Iran has to then spend as they would. Why on earth would anybody who actually cares about America, about their allies, about our servicemen, when you know that Iran has literally executed a 100 different attacks on American servicemen and women over the last two and a half months, why would you refortify Iran? Why would you give them the assets to be able to do that? For me, it's been the most perplexing thing of all. China, look, I was a prosecutor. I get it. It's a bribe. Uh, Ukraine, even. Uh, he'll give, he'll give Zelensky anything Zelensky wants. All Zelensky has to do is open up the file. Zelen- I, I look at the hard drive that I have. Zelensky's got two more of those. I look at the pictures that I have. Incriminating as hell. Mm-hmm. In all respects, including child pornography. Uh, he's got three times that. Mm-hmm. All he's got to do to say, all he has to do is to say to, um, is to say to Biden, I'll give him the offshore bank accounts. Yeah. Uh, and the money will come pouring out of there. Uh, we have a compromised president. But why is he compromised on Iran? There's, uh, there's something to that. Well, you mentioned a bribe right He sends right the there. money. And how about Obama? Obama should be in jail for the cash that he sent. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a bribe right there. I know cash is very suspicious when you want to talk about actually bribing. I know that's circumstantial because it's tough to trace it because it is cash. But why on a earth president? would he send billions of dollars in cash to A Iran? president? Yeah. Sending cash? Exactly. To a terrorist country? Yeah. I mean, you've got, you got to be a jerk not to figure out why they want it. They want to give it to terrorists. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. How about, uh, how about, uh, what do we got to Joel in Israel? We got to talk to Joel for the new year. Joel, Joel are you there? Maybe Joel will call back. Joel, Joel will. Joel will call back. Uh, let's go to, uh, uh, let's go to Robert. Hey, Rudy. Hey, hey Robert. Hi, how are you? Hi, Robert. Yeah, ha- happy, healthy New Year to you. Happy New Year um, to you. Yeah, well, you know, besides the, the latest uh, main Secretary of State decision, which is, you know, it's a continuation of the psychological information warfare 
to try to demonize Trump and discourage people from voting for him. And we need Trump as POTUS, and we need a good Republican Senate and House so we can get his nominees approved and his legislation passed. But last week, last Friday, you asked, like, you know, the totalitarian situation that we're in, especially in terms of the legal system, when was the turning point? He asked you caller, and he made a good response. He made John Adams, he had the Alien Sedition Act. I just wanted to bring up some several events closer to our time. Mm -hmm. You first had Eisenhower, Ike, warning about the military-industrial complex. Several years after that, you had the assassination of JFK. Many people, including Robert Kennedy Jr., thinks that the CIA was involved in taking out the president of the United States, Kennedy. You also had Nixon was taken out, and Deep Throat was revealed was a member of the FBI. And then after that, you had Lois Lerner targeting, you know, the IRS targeting conservatives, the Tea Party. But that was actually the bureaucracy. When you get to the judicial system, you find the Pfizer, the situation with the Pfizer situation with people like Papadopoulos and Carter Page and stuff like that. You have people like uh, Roger Stone with the persecution Stone and Michael Flynn happened. Then with the J6ers, you had the blatant abuse of the judicial system against people who are protesting, the, the terrible treatment that you received. So there's been a general progression. But yes. people should never forget what took place with JFK so, and with Nixon and the horrific thing that they have done. So you're making you're, I, 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 I'm with you if we start this off, you know, with Obama. To now, I see a direct progression, and I see basically, uh, excuse me, but a communist conspiracy uh, to move us to a one-world government, get rid of American nationalism, because they hate American nationalism. Uh, Soros even writes about it, and, and Obama demonstrated it with, with his uh, apology tour and, and with giving uh, hundreds of millions in cash to, to people that kill Americans. Uh, I can't make the leap and go back as far as you go. I'm not going to reject it. I'm not going to reject it. And I'm not one of these people who say, oh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. Uh, there may be something to it, but I'm not. I, I uh, Despite what the left says about me, I only make charges when I have very, very solid multiple evidence for it. Well, you, you and could, I can't get that far yet. Uh, but I, do you, want, do you want, want me to say that's open for investigation? You're damn right. The Kennedy assassination uh, is just too circumstantial uh, uh, facts, too many facts jumping out that are circumstantial that uh, it, we got the right answer. The, the guy who killed him was just in uh, Russia. The guy who killed him was just in Cuba. The guy who killed him uh, had had uh, uh, ten, uh, vague relationships with the mob. Each one of those groups had reasons to kill Kennedy. And he had a, he had a, a CIA was they certainly had him available. So, okay, let's investigate. Well, I think it's tough. What do you to, think, Andrew? Well, I think it's tough to doubt here in the last 15 years. Right. As you said, you mentioned under Obama, and I think it starts with Eric Holder, how many activists have been elevated to become judges. And it starts going back to all these Obama judges, the ones that you're seeing right now who have been appointed to the bench by Obama. Uh, you know, being an unbiased arbiter of truth has really kind of gone out the window since Obama kind of took office there. And you could see a very, very big difference until in the way that, let's say, even the Bush appointees interpret the law versus the Obama appointees. And it seems like politics is extremely pay. Actually, it doesn't seem like it. Politics is extremely a play with these judges. Yeah. And these and, and I and I, you know, I. 
there it's hard i mean it's hard to even get the connections uh, from obama on but enough of it has come out so that you can be pretty comfortable saying they began to undermine our government with that and i think the signal t- uh, were were the speeches by obama about how he was going to fundamentally change this country and also uh, the training that he got as a young person with communists yeah i mean he was he was trained with communists yeah so that's to go back I don't know. We have, we have to look at it, they're, they're, and we should. Th- those things should really be looked at very, very carefully by objective, not the left-wing Marxist professors that we have writing <laughs> yeah, that, writing history now. I think you're uh, and I, and I, think, I think I get very suspicious, too, when the left-wing tries to shoot this all down as conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. Every every time they shoot down a conspiracy theory, it turns out to be right. Yeah, well, it's, it's the <laughs> right. same. It's the same thing they've done with the shot, right? In terms of the vaccine, you had to get the vaccine. Don't question it, right? It's a very similar playbook on that. It's a very similar playbook that they've taken on climate change, which is don't actually ask about the scientific proof or the evidence or how much humans actually is involved in this, whether or not they have or 100 percent to blame or 100 percent to blame. You have to believe. No, this it becomes dogma. a tremendous. If that's they can get you hysterical, they can take you over and take your rights, yeah. which is what they're trying uh, to do. Let's go to uh, George. Hello. George. Hi, George. Go ahead. Yeah. Hello. Uh... All right. Well, thanks for taking my call, uh, Mayor. Okay, uh, and Happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. Uh, okay, I uh, like to term those uh, demonstrations, the Free Palestine, as a fake demonstration, and I'm really taking it from President Trump that was calling fake news. The same thing. There is there are lies. Okay, there are lies behind it. There is no basis to it. Uh, and there are some people question uh, that there may not even be a real Palestine, okay? It's a fictional thing. They have no, uh, there's no basis to it, okay? And I also believe that uh, Iran and Qatar are financing those uh, demonstrations here. Those people don't do it for free, okay? They're getting paid yeah, I... very well, at least they're organizers. And that's why I would appreciate, okay, uh, if people would refer to it as fake demonstrator, I'd be I'd be really happy to demonstrate. I think you're right uh, that they're paid for. I think it's I I I don't know that it's Iran and or it needs to be foreign. I'd look to I look to a Soros or a Soros type as um, because they 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 are also being done just for the underlying purpose of destroying our government and destroying our peace and tranquility. For the same reason Soros put in all the crooked DAs. So that cities would have tremendous amounts of crime because the, the, the key to a socialist takeover of a country is to have the country in ruins, have it bankrupt, have it uh, hating itself. Uh, the little trick is getting it to hate its history. Yeah. Sadly, the thing, too, in looking from a law enforcement perspective is just how much their hands are tied behind their back because these fake demonstrations as you call them uh they would be a fake demonstration if rudy giuliani was mayor sadly we're seeing what you refer to george as fake demonstrations every single night because uh they just have run wild they understand that they run the streets and the nypd can't do anything because you've got a mayor who didn't have the foresight to realize that this consent decree that he was signing was going to handcuff the police the way it did. Yeah, it I has. mean, because in their in their political view, the police are the enemy. 
you know, uh, and uh, the good the good guys are the terrorists. I mean, just the mere fact that they're in the streets, and a lot of them college students, and they're demonstrating for a terrorist group, is absolutely insane. I mean, there's something insane about uh, about it. So let's try one more. Let's go to let's go to Robert in Suffolk County. Hi, Mr. Mayor. Andrew, answer answer your question in the morning. These guys across the border are coming in with guns, AK-47s and other stuff. They're 20 to 30 years old. They're they're military. They come from countries which military conscription is mandatory. They're trained in weapons and tactics already. They're being inserted into this country as a entrenched mercenary force really i mean that that i that i that i mean again i don't exclude any possibility i haven't seen evidence you are right the people coming in are largely military age males mm-hmm. and uh and that's what we see mm-hmm. remember half of it we don't see uh, you can very safely say if 10,000 people come across today that we get to see ten thousand people are coming across. We don't get to see right. uh, that. That has that has been proven over and over again. Uh, but I think if, what we see are mostly males, mostly military age males, mm-hmm. and w- all the signs that we see are not about any kind of political persecution. We see signs about wanting money and jobs and welfare. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't tell you that I've seen them bringing weapons in. No, but again, like you said, I, we haven't seen all of this, and we have. Look, the overwhelming majority. Whenever you're looking, it does seem to be military age males that are between twenty and, and thirty it years used old. Used to be that way. No, I mean, if I go back to my uh, uh, experience with with immigration, which was during the Reagan years, there there were a lot of families, and you'd see people coming in. Someone made the point. One of the callers made the point. They don't even come in with luggage. You used to see them coming in with little, uh, sometimes little uh, carts mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of uh, torn up briefcases and, uh, in other words, with some family items. You know, they're coming in with nothing. I mean, somebody on the other side got something for them. Yeah. And remember, this is being run by the cartels. This is not – people don't come 2,000 miles, 8,000 of them, on their own. So I think that's a very, very good point. And then there are a lot of things that flow from this, but I urge you get the facts first before you make the before you make the charges. We will take a break, and we will be back with the Tunnels to Towers sponsored Mayor's Final Thoughts. Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, with the Tunnels to Towers sponsored Final Thoughts of the Year. Tunnel to Towers, best organization in America, takes care of the men and women who protect us. It takes care of them when they most need our backing and support, when, God forbid, they're killed and their families need it, or they are catastrophically injured. You give $11 a month at T2T.org, T2T.org, and you're doing something wonderful for them in the country, but even better for yourself. So do it. This is the end of the year. Make sure you get it done now. Yes, it is the end of the year, and I'm not going to do a sum up on the year because Curtis will get very upset if I do. I told you that. I have Andrew with me also, and I want to thank Andrew very, very much for joining us and tell him he's really doing great, great work 
in getting out the truth. Everybody here, by the way, gets great credit for being First Amendment warriors because it's not easy getting out the truth. Everybody here at some point or other is criticized for the things we say when they're absolutely true. And as far as I can tell, everybody on this station, WABC, under John's leadership, speaks from the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they absolutely. say what they think. Nobody tells you what to say. Hey, one of the great examples of somebody that you and I, I think, uh, vehemently disagree with almost all the time, right? John had Andrew Cuomo on the Correct. airwaves, right? And look, we vehemently disagree with him. We think that uh, I think he did a poor job as governor, and yeah. I think he probably led to a lot of deaths, tens of thousands of seniors' deaths. But the fact that John has ultimately said, "Hey, look, we're going to present, we're going to present people that have both opinions here, so that way we can make." WABC, the great public square. Yeah. It's a great idea. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let Andrew Cuomo be the last thought of your no, no, 2023 20, year. So I'm gonna thought, let you do something else. Tell you what my I want to get that is. in though. My last thought is next year, and this is not an exaggeration politically, will be the most important year that you or I will ever get to live in. Our predecessors may have lived in years that were as important. But our generation and all the generations that are part of America right now in 2024 will not go through a test uh, that equals 2024. And the answer uh, is going to determine America for the next 50 years. We're either going to be a communist country in which uh, property is owned by the state and the state makes the decisions about your bank accounts, has the ability to go into your bank accounts and collect taxes, uh, ends up taxing you to such an extent that you can't make any personal decisions, decides if your child can be male or female, and I can go on and on and you know what I'm talking about, and we'll be a world at war because that's, uh, that, that's the way they take control of the world. They keep it in chaos. Remember, Donald Trump turned over to Joe Biden a world at peace. He has the world now, Biden does, at war in two critical places with the makings of a possible world war and even nuclear war. I don't say it's going to happen. Please pay attention in 2024. Stay with us and we'll guide you. You'll guide us. We'll get our country back and we'll make it what it should be. God bless America and happy New Year.